That was the NFL theme song, but it is college football. Big noon Saturday, folks. Do I sound like Gus Johnson? Welcome in to Spartan Stadium in sunny East Lansing, Michigan. I'm here with my partner, Joel Klatt. We are here. We fucking made it. This is the Detroiter covering sports in the Motor City, and today... Primarily the Mitten State. I'm Nick Bradley. I'm your host, presented by the Second String. This is fucking it. I hope, or I would expect, I mean, I hope there are some people that aren't MSU or U of M folks listening today, but I would imagine most people listening right now, you you got your or uh what's this you got your flag in the ground, you planted your flag, whatever it is, you planted your flag on one side or the other. You're juiced up. You got the butterflies. You've woken up every single day this week, and the first thought on your mind, forget your job, forget your kids, forget relationships, forget your responsibilities. That stuff's meaningless. First thing that's come to everybody who's listening's mind this week, first thing in the morning, play Michigan Saturday, or we play State Saturday. It's the fucking game. Paul Bunyan. That goddamn lumberjack with the, what was his dog, the size of a moose or something? That's how the fairy, the fable goes. That big fellow with the beard and the axe and the flannel shirt, we're playing for him. This is, this is it. This is it. Not to mention first top 10 matchup before these two historic programs. Historic programs and such a historic rivalry. I know, I, I feel like Michigan in the state, or if you went to Michigan or Michigan State, you understand the vitriol and just how massive this rivalry really is. Every year, basketball, football, you name it. I don't think there's a better two-way sport rivalry in college. I mean, Duke-UNC is the cream of the crop as far as basketball is concerned. Football, there's a handful. Yeah, Michigan people. Oh, Michigan-Ohio State, even though Michigan hasn't won since I was like eight years old. They're like Michigan-Ohio State in hoops. Does that do it for anybody? I don't think it does. Not for me. Like, I don't fucking care when Michigan plays Ohio State that doesn't move the meter if it's a good game if it's like a top 10 matchup absolutely but I I think basketball more so at least for me unless it's MSU Michigan basketball more so it's like oh okay I don't really care who we're playing unless oh top 15 matchup top 20 top 10 if you're playing another good team I don't care if it's Illinois Wisconsin Purdue Michigan Ohio State as long as it's a good game, like you get up for those basketball games. Michigan State wasn't very good last year, hoops wise. Still cared about that game. I was fucking juiced. Michigan, Michigan State hits different in basketball. It certainly hits different in football. The rivalry is unreal. But my point being is, I don't know how much people understand. Like, I know you probably see, oh, Michigan, Michigan State. Okay, they're rivals. Like, they've had some classic games. The quotes that have come out of it, Mike Hart, D'Antonio, all that stuff. Like, you know it's a rivalry. I don't know if people understand the magnitude, though, of the rivalry. Like, I don't know if people in Oklahoma realize everybody on both sides fucking cares bad about this game. And Michigan fans, you guys can say all you want. Oh, we don't care about state. That's a weird fucking thing to say considering state really cares about you considering states kind of dominated the series as of late considering states had big time success and you haven't since whatever what was it 2003 or something 2002 
Weird take. Oh, we don't care about MSU. That's weird. Why don't you care about MSU? You should. You for sure should care about MSU. So if Michigan fans want to say that, they're either lying, they're in denial, they're being weird. It's fine. I don't know why you would, like, we're your rival. It's okay to admit it. You care. You should care. Like, when State plays Rutgers, I care. I don't give a fuck about Rutgers. They're not a rival. I, when that game comes on the schedule, I care, right? I care way more about Michigan. I still care about Rutgers, though. I don't know if people outside the state understand the magnitude of this rivalry, but I, I feel like this year, first top 10 matchup since 1964. This year, the eyes of the nation will be upon East Lansing. I think people all across the world, forget the United States, all across the fucking world, are going to get a little bit of a taste of, oh, shit. Oh, shit. This Michigan, Michigan State, the, the, this is the real deal. These guys mean business. This is, this is, we'll put it up against any rivalry, right? Maybe Auburn, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan. Michigan, Michigan State might be hanging out in that next tier of rivalries, as far as football goes, at least, right? I mean, two-way sports for sure. I can't wait. I'm happy that both teams made it to this point. And if we've said it again, time and time again, like if you would have told me at the beginning of the season with both teams, Obviously, State was projected to kind of just be bad. Michigan, I, I don't think people would have expected to be undefeated to this point. They were supposed to, you know, be a good team, but undefeated, Big Ten championship, right? Probably a little bit of a reach considering where they were preseason coming off last season. But I'm so happy both teams made it to this point. This is why we love college football. You live for the big game. When you played high school football, you live for the crosstown rivalry. You fucking live for the rivalry game. You live for the big game. You live for Michigan, Michigan State. It's fun watching State play Indiana. It's fun watching Michigan play Northwestern. It's nowhere fucking close to as fun watching Michigan and Michigan State play each other. That's a fact. The hype leading into the game. The game itself. The bragging rights tied to the game. Usually, too. This year, thank God, fortunately, it just makes it that much better. Michigan, Michigan State aside, just the 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 implications as far as like the Big Ten and the college football playoff in this game. If you lose this game, whoever loses this weekend, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough road. It's going to be a very tough road figuring a way into the Big Ten or into the college football playoff. Like must-win game, and it's a rivalry. This is a must-win game if both teams were 0-7. 7-0? Whoo, must win. I'm so excited we're here. Can't wait to dive into it. I fucking love college football. I love Michigan State. I hate Michigan. This is what it's all about. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. There's a few different things, a few different angles I want to go at today. I wanted to just preface it. Just both sides. Like, I'll probably talk some shit about Michigan. I'm a state fan. It's rivalry week. I'm sorry, guys. That's It comes with the territory. I don't know what you want me to do. I can't help myself. Play Michigan in what three days, four days? I how what am I gonna do? Not talk some shit? That's again one of the reasons rivalry rivalry week is the fucking best. I'm gonna talk some shit. But that being said, respect to my Michigan friends, respect to all normal Michigan people out there. If you're a psycho on the internet for Michigan, I hate you. That's fine. That's it. That's I mean, that's all I have to say about that. I just wanted to preface it before we go, everybody goes their separate ways, before people get angry with me, before this or that. Just take a moment and enjoy. 1964. That's a long-ass time ago. 
Think about that too. Michigan and Michigan State have played some great fucking games in the 2000s. They've played some classics. None of them, none of them were top 10. Like based on the hype factor and where both of these teams are in the season and the way they've played up to this point and what they have ahead of them, this should be, or I mean, based off the numbers and everything, the the best, most fucking intense down to the wire game for Paul that we've seen in my lifetime. We've had some fucking classics in the last 15 years. Classics. Just appreciate one time throughout it all this weekend. Appreciate how awesome it is that this game is is the magnitude that is college game day, Fox game day, Barstool game day. Everybody wants a piece of the action. Everybody wants to be in East Lansing. This is the only game anybody cares about. Georgia and Florida, who gives a fuck? Penn State, Ohio State, yikes, ABC. Tough scene there. Tough scene there, ABC. Why the hell? Why the hell are you picking that game? Two lost Penn State? Ew, ABC. No real rival. I mean, yeah, they're kind of rivals. I feel I feel like Michigan State, Penn State, and Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio State, they're all kind of rivals just because those are the four teams that are always at the top of the East. So a little bit of the Penn State, Ohio State, oh, like elite rivalry competition, rather. It's not Michigan, Michigan State rivalry, though. ABC, what are you doing? So just appreciate it. Appreciate that we have this top 10 game. Appreciate that this season, this this game happening from this season came out of fucking nowhere, and we are being blessed with the fact that these two teams are even here. I mean, it, it wasn't supposed to be before the year. Michigan State and Michigan are going to duke it out at the top of the Big Ten this year. That game at the end of October could be one of the best – Fuck, that was never even close to an idea. Never close. Be thankful. Be happy that we're here. Be happy that this game means more than any of them ever have, or at least in my life. I cannot wait. We're going to talk. How does Michigan win this game? How does Michigan State win this game? Really the key. I've said it a million times, too, all throughout the season. Um, Whenever I talk about either of these teams, really, they're so similar to each other, it's scary. That's the other thing I love about it. Like, it'd be interesting for sure if one of the teams, like let's say State, per their usual brand, was just lights out defensively but couldn't move the ball, and then vice versa, Michigan has an explosive offense but can't stop anyone. That'd be interesting too, like the the yin and yang playing styles. I really believe these two teams, honestly, are almost clones. Yeah, there are a couple positions, a couple things they do differently. One team does better than the other. But for the most part, like they're they win their games the same way. Both got good defenses. Both pressure the quarterback. Both run the football. The entire offense, the entire fucking team is built around running the football. Both have standout backs. Both have okay quarterback play. Both have pretty good offensive line play. They're they really are the same team. Yeah, they have Aiden Hutchinson. We don't. Yeah, I'd probably take Peyton Thorne over Cade McNamara. Yeah, Kenneth Walker, Corum, you can take – I like Walker. I mean, watching him seven times this year. I've watched Corum too. Corum's sick. I don't think Haskins is good as those two guys. I feel like he's good too for sure, but I think Corum and Walker on another level. I just – Walker's unreal. Walker, I've never seen get tackled by the first defender. The some of the receivers State has, right? Dax Hill's sick for U of M. 
Like there are different parts and players where it's like, oh, that they have that guy. Oh, but they have this guy. But the way they went running the football, being the identity of both of these teams, and then playing pretty good defense. Like they, they really are the same team. They don't rely on the QB too often to just, hey, Peyton, hey, Cade, this one's on you. We need 38 points and we can't run it. Figure something out. That's not really an either team's formula. I, I find it really interesting that they're like a clone of each other. And I cannot wait to see what happens. I cannot wait to see what happens. Not to mention we got things on deck as far as expectations, as far as impact. Mel Tucker, year two, people talking about LSU. Jim Harbaugh, year seven, still hasn't really done shit. People last year wanted him gone. He loses this game. This season kind of turns into another nothing season. Who knows what happens? So many stakes. And then, of course, like I mentioned, Big Ten Championship, college football playoff, the stakes for this year. Unreal game, dude. Unfucking real game. I cannot wait. Let's take a quick break. Let me drink some coffee and we'll get into it. Before, before we get into the nitty gritty, I just got to say one last thing. So some of you may be here from the TikToks or the Instagram videos, the Detroiter. Um, it's funny. So I made a, a video about this game a couple days ago, and I got Michigan fans in the comments going, yeah, well, yeah, um, yeah, it's a good rivalry, but the Ohio State one's better. Like, I'd rather lose to you guys and beat Ohio State. Why are, wh- why are Michigan fans, like, you're talking about losing? You'd rather lose to Michigan State during Michigan State week? What the hell is that about? I got multiple people like, yeah, I don't mind if we lose. I'd rather beat Ohio State. Dude, first off, you haven't beaten Ohio State in fucking forever. Secondly, you don't play Ohio State for like six more weeks. You play Michigan State in three days. What? (laughs) You're talking about during Michigan State week. You're talking about, uh, oh, yeah, hmm, eh, whatever. I don't mind if we lose. What are you? What's going on with that? What the fuck? What is that attitude? Like. I get it. They're trying to be whatever they condescending. Oh, we don't care. Whatever. Um, that's a weird thing to say though. Like dirt three days from the Michigan state game, a enormous top 10 matchup that kind of probably will at least heavily weigh in on where the rest of the season goes for both of these teams. You're already talking about, yeah, I'd rather lose the state. What the hell is that? It's like people. Oh Yeah. I didn't even want to go to that party anyway. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, no, I don't want to. I didn't get invited, but I don't want to go. Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I just, it's not gonna apply. Not gonna apply to that school. I don't know. Might not get in, so I just won't even apply. What are you talking about? Play state in three fucking days. Talking about oh yeah, if we lose, who cares? Well, I, it's the weirdest thing on earth. I get what they're trying to do. The whole like we care more about OSU. Fine. Weird thing to say, though. Really weird thing to say and, like, talk about. Three days from the game, like, yeah, if we lose the state, it's whatever. <laughs> Fucking weird thing to say. I just got – I had to put that out there. I, I've seen it so much this week, and I'm like, why are people, like, proudly and happily displaying, oh, I'd rather lose the MSU. Dude, we play in three days. If you lose to us, even if you miraculously, which it would be a miracle, miraculously beat Ohio State – Losing to us, your season probably fucking over anyway, dude. What are you talking about? You'd rather – we play in three days. Why not you'd rather be both? 
how or how about you fig- just one at a time? Like we'll take state out and then maybe figure out Ohio State. I don't know. It's very weird things to say. Anyways, let's get into this game. First, uh, let's first. I want to talk about the stakes. I, Jim Harbaugh, I think bigger than anyone, more than anyone. Yes, Mel, this meteoric rise, a team that was supposed to be kind of doo-doo, now all of a sudden ranked eighth in the country, undefeated. Huge game. They're winning games. They're finding ways to win games. Mel's recruiting right now. The LSU, oh, oh, oh LSU kind of wants Mel Tucker. They can't believe what he's done there. That oh, oh LSU. No doubt. All kinds of momentum for Mel. All kinds of stuff on the line for Mel. I mean, if he wanted that LSU job, again, I've said it a million times, fucking don't think so. Um, if he wants it, that's key, right? If he if he wants to leverage that into more cash at state, it's gonna tough it's gonna be tougher to do that if he has four losses at the end of the year, right? Big weekend for Mel, 100%. Recruiting, in-state recruiting. Hey, we are like we are building the program in Michigan. The days of U of M being the school in Michigan, uh, that shit's over with. Like, big weekend for Mel, no doubt about it. And not to mention, fucking legacy, cash, contracts, new jobs, whatever, all that aside, you want to win. You want to win as many games. You want to win the Big Ten, all that. But you look at Jim Harbaugh. Like, if Mel loses... If Mel loses, and here's the difference. If Mel loses, it's like, all right, you beat him last year. Now you're one and one. Sucks that you lost in the year where everything's on the line. Like, I'd rather lose last year and win this year, obviously. Sucks that you lost in the big game year. Um, But, all right, you're seven and one. You're one and one against Michigan. We still kind of control our fate. Like, we'll see what happens the rest of the way. And, again, you were supposed to be asked this season. So, we're kind of playing with house money. That's the Mel Tucker like narrative he's got. So even it like he's he's pretty good. He loses, it's whatever. If he gets killed, that wouldn't be great. I still think State wins the game. So this is all kind of just hypothetical. But he's got like the backup plan. If it doesn't go State's way, Mel Tucker, he'll be fine. On the flip side, it's Harbaugh. And I don't think the narratives could be more different. Unlike the teams that I believe are similar, the Harbaugh and Mel is so different. Harbaugh, year seven. When he came to the University of Michigan, it was not when, not not if they're going to win a national championship or a Big Ten. It was how many, how soon, how many and how soon. Here we are, year seven, hasn't done dick. He's beaten Michigan State three times. And that's, I mean, is that Harbaugh's claim to fame? Like if you had to point up to this point in his tenure at the University of Michigan, outside of the excitement of the day he was announced, what's like Jim Harbaugh's thing he points to where he's like, oh, I did that. That's my that's my stamp on the program. Beating MSU three times, going three and three against State. Is that the Harbaugh legacy right now? Like what is the legacy? Going three and three against MSU I think has to be. Hasn't beaten Ohio State. Hasn't made a college football play or hasn't made a Big Ten championship. Obviously, hasn't made a college football playoff. What's the legacy? Like he beat Notre Dame that one year, or no? They lost. I don't. Maybe they beat him. I can't remember. He hasn't beaten Ohio State three and three against MSU. He's beaten Wisconsin in a couple big games. Like, I don't know. What What is it? What is the Harbaugh legacy? And here we are, year seven, coming off a season last year. Didn't win a game in the big house for the first time since like 1911 or something fucking crazy. 
they were what they go like three and something. They were bad, right? People at the end of last season, I think you could tell for the first time, it felt kind of real. It felt more massive where people were like, okay, like it was fun. We, we gave Harbaugh a run. Like he's had six years, dude. Six years is a long fucking time. He hasn't necessarily been bad, but we didn't bring him in to not win big 10 champion championships. They didn't bring him in to be Brady Hoke. They didn't bring him in to trade with MSU and never beat Ohio State. Like, that wasn't the reason Harbaugh was brought there. But that's where they were at the end of year six. And I think for the first time you could tell, because there's always been people like after year three or four, whatever, that are like, oh, Harbaugh can't get it done. You got to get rid of him. I think last year was the first time there was some steam. There were kind of out outside of it just being like outliers. There was a bulk, a group of people where it was they were ready to be done with Harbaugh. I mean, six years is a pretty long fucking time, especially at Michigan, and especially when the entire time Harbaugh's recruited well. Like, he's had players now. You can't say, oh, those are hoax players. You've had players. You've had time. State was kind of down the last few years. No excuses, dude. There's been no excuses. And for the first time, people were ready to kind of can Harbaugh. Resigned him, extended him, gave him another year. And I think coming into this year, people were probably looking at it like, yeah, they'll go eight and four, nine and three. Pretty good. Winning team, good team. Not what Michigan brought them in for, though, right? Not winning a Big Ten, not sniffing the playoff. Here they are, I think, overachieving seven and oh, ranked number six. Their entire destiny controlled by them. I think they've overachieved up to this point, too. Not quite to the degree of MSU, but I still think so, especially considering how big of a disappointment last year was. But if Harbaugh loses this weekend, and then we'll see. It's one thing if they lose this weekend and they go 11-1. and one, Who knows? He still might make the Big Ten. Who knows what happens then? But if he loses this weekend and it ends in this season, losing to Ohio State again and not making the Big Ten, even if they were to go 10-2, and two, I believe if, if Michigan loses this weekend and the only other game they lost was Ohio State – 10 and 2 is pretty fucking good. Double anytime you win double digits, that's a good fucking year. If they went 10 and 2 and lost those two games, I still think at the end of the season people would the it would grow. I think it would grow people saying, "Okay. Let's try something else." 7 years at Michigan. He's recruited and he still can't get over these humps. Not only has he not beaten Ohio State once, now all of a sudden he's got a losing record to Michigan State. Like, if you're a Michigan fan looking at that, the fucking pressure is turned up. And even though 10-2 and two is a good season, you didn't bring him to have good seasons and then have nothing come of it. Good season, meaningless bowl game. That doesn't do it for Michigan fans. And it shouldn't. And it shouldn't. That didn't do it for D'Antonio by the end of his state tenure. It was like, bro, like, that's cool that, you know, we went 10-3 and three and we're in the Holiday Bowl. I don't really give a fuck about the Holiday Bowl, though. Like, I want to compete for Big Tens. I think all of the stakes are up for Jim Harbaugh this weekend. I mean, you look at this game, it's like a must win almost. It's obviously, oh, must win, 7-0, 8-0, control the destiny. But this season aside, like zooming out and looking at it from the lens of what does it mean for Harbaugh, what does it mean for Michigan and the program, this game – is a must win, I think, for Jim Harbaugh. You win this game, you go to 8-0, and okay. And even if, let's say you lose to Ohio State, whatever, finish 11-1, and Ohio State goes. 
that people will give you a pass or people will say, all right, 11 and one's fucking unreal. Eventually he's got to beat Ohio state too. Like it's not just Michigan. I know they've said it a lot. Ohio state. Isn't just a Michigan problem. Everybody has the Ohio state problem. If you beat MSU, you lose the Ohio state. People go, all right, he beat state. You know, they were really good. Ohio state's just Ohio state. If he loses this game, I wouldn't be surprised immediately after the game. People will call for his head, certainly at the end of the season. And who knows? Maybe Michigan, they just extended him, so they don't give a fuck. 10-2 and two, still a great year. They'll keep him around. Maybe they'll feel the pressure from the fans. Maybe they'll get the admin, whoever makes the decisions, will start to go, you know, has been seven years, and it hasn't worked. Like, yes, the teams have been good. Outside of last year, Michigan hasn't ever really been bad. With Harbaugh, they've just underachieved. But at what point does does good what when is good not good enough? Right? When is nine wins? When is ten wins? Like, all right, we I mean, we need more. We need more. And yes, Harbaugh's been able to do that consistently, which is really good. And ninety nine percent of programs would love to have that. But at some point, do you want to take the next step or not? You gave him seven years. He can't get it done if he loses this weekend, if he loses to Ohio State. Through seven years, he hasn't been able to get it done once. One single time, he hasn't been able to get it done. And I'm not even – like, it's not even natties we're talking. It's making the Big Ten championship game. Seven years, hasn't done it once. At what point do you go, Jim, thank you. Like, you were good. You won a lot of games. But you know what? It hasn't worked. At some point, what? At when does it become insanity? And I think this game is like the fulcrum for the way Michigan fans will tip. Either they win and everyone's on board, and at the end of the year, everyone will still be on board, or they lose this game. Maybe they lose another. They lose to Ohio State, and by the end of the season, everybody's ready to move on. I don't know the age-old question. Oh, how do you replace them? Who are you going to replace them with? Yeah, that's fair. That's all. I've always been kind of a one of those guys where people want to call for Michigan or. Uh, People want to call for Harbaugh's head, and it's just like, okay, who? You, Matt Campbell from Il, or, uh, Iowa State? That seems like it would have been – like, they stink. That seems like it would have been a poor decision. Like, who? Who Who? Who for Harbaugh? Who? Who are you going to get? But at some point, at some point, even though he's a great recruiter and he's been good, he's won a lot of games, this and that, I do think at some point it becomes the insanity question. Like, it's been seven years. Hasn't beaten Ohio State once. He's got a losing record to Michigan State if they lose this game. At some point, yes, he's a good coach. Yeah, who are we going to – all that, fine. At some point, when does it become insanity? We're trying the same fucking thing over and over and over and over and over. Hasn't worked. Again, if he wins the game, everyone will be happy. We'll see where the season leads for them. And I think it will play, like, even if they were to lose to Ohio State after beating Michigan State, people would say, all right, he beat State. Like, whatever, we're still here, 10 wins, 11 wins. I think this is a big, like, if Harbaugh wants to stay at Michigan, and there have always been those rumors he wants to go back to the league or just call it, whatever. If Harbaugh wants to stay at Michigan, this is a huge, huge, huge game for him to hang his hat on, for him to say, listen, we didn't get it done in year seven. Year eight will be different. Like, this is a huge fucking game as far as Jim Harbaugh's tenure and his legacy at U of M. I mean, imagine that, too. He's three and three right now against State. 
He loses this game, loses to Ohio State. They can him at the end of this year. And Jim Harbaugh's seven years at Michigan when on day one it was like how many natties, not, not if. Never made a big time. Losing record to Michigan State, never beat Ohio State. Imagine that being Jim Harbaugh's legacy. Imagine that. If you would have told fucking anybody that, anybody, Michigan fan, Ohio State fan, anybody that, at the beginning of the Jim Harbaugh era, they would have said, you're nuts. There's zero chance they don't beat Ohio State a single time, and there's less of a chance or, 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 or a poor chance he has a losing record to MSU. They nobody, both of those came true. He lost. He had a losing record to state and never beat OSU. No one would have believed you. That has the potential to be the legacy for Harbaugh. This is this game is everything for Harbaugh. I have no doubt. Michigan's doing everything they can to prepare. I have no doubt he's doing everything. I mean, he fucking better be, dude. He's got everything riding on it. But I think that's interesting. Like we've talked a few times now, or I've mentioned. Yes, the implications of this game. Like, you want to be undefeated. You want to win as many games. You want to go to the Big Ten. You want to make the college football playoff. No shit. That's all really important, too. But just zooming out on the macro scale, like for Jim Harbaugh, this is this is way bigger than just getting the 8-0. This is huge for him. And even Mel, their part, like a raise, more money. Into the pro- like, even Mel has some stakes where it's like, yeah, Hey, no, it'd be great. Even he's got some stakes where it's like, this is, a, I mean, this is even bigger than just being eight. No, this is recruiting, flipping the dynamic in the state, me getting a raise, or maybe by some crazy force wants to take another job. Like this is a huge game for both coaches and both programs, especially U of M too. Like if you get rid of Harbaugh, you're kind of downsloping. I mean, the Michigan program last year, that season ended on a downslope. This season turns into nothing. You get a new coach. You're kind of like starting from square one. Huge fucking implications this season aside, and I, even more so. Like a top ten, if they were both in year two or year three, stable head coaches winning games, like nobody's getting fired after this season, nobody's taking another job, this game would have enormous implications. And then you factor in just the legacies of this guys and what it, these guys and what it means for them. Fucking 10 X is the game. 10 X is the Harbaugh, the, Hor- the Harbaugh story more. So, I mean, it's everything for him. this weekend is everything for Jim Harbaugh. All right, let me take another break and then um, we're going to get into it. How does MSU win this game? How does Michigan win this game? Who do I think is going to win? It's state. Come on now. I'll tell you why, though. Quick break. This game comes down to one thing in a nutshell. One fucking sentence, one statement, one demand determines this game both ways. That's the beauty of this game is it comes down to the same shit for both sides. It's not like MSU. Uh Uh-oh, stop the quarterback. Uh Uh-oh, find a way to score points. No, it's not Michigan. Uh Uh-oh, stop the big tight end. No. Both teams, one thing, stop the run. Whoever stops the run wins the game. That's it. That is it. The funniest scenario of this is both teams not being able to run the ball, and it's a Cade McNamara versus Peyton Thorne showdown, and the final score is like 13-10. That would be the funniest scenario, by far the least entertaining, but the funniest. It comes down to who stops the run. Both of these teams, all year, they've hummed along 7-0. Top three teams in the Big Ten in rushing yards, either per game or average, I can't remember which stat, 
Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State. That's funny. Those teams, all three undefeated in the Big Ten. Those are the three teams at the top of the Big Ten. Coincidence? I doubt it. You look at Michigan all year. They've ridden Corum. They've ridden Haskins. The one complaint, the one Achilles heel of Michigan is shit, dude. Like, if we need Cade to start making plays, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. JJ, loosen it up, buddy. (laughs) That's been the one downside of Michigan all year. MSU, Kenneth Walker, he's a Heisman candidate. This kid flashes a Saquon. He's never taken down by the first defender. He's unreal. Big play potential. Kenneth Walker's having a tough time getting going. Peyton, Peyton, can't run the ball today, buddy. Make some throws. Ugh. Ugh. That's how you get games like Indiana. Ugh. That's how you get games like Nebraska. Ooh. Ugh. Well. Let's get home safe. Not good. Both teams, same deal. They run the football. Their running back has a day. Kenneth Walker has a good day. Blake Corum has a good day. They, their team wins. They will win the game. That's a promise. That is a fucking promise. What would be interesting, too, like both teams not being able to run it, if both teams do run it, like if Kenneth Walker's got 200 and Corum's got 200, that would be fucking crazy. I don't know what happens then. Maybe like probably just turnover battle at that point. I don't know what would happen then. That would be fucking wild. But these teams, when they run the ball, they win games. When Kenneth Walker has a 100, 150 yard game, state wins. They win easily. All of like you can look at both teams' schedules. They've each had two relatively close ones. Rutgers, Michigan could not run the ball for Dick, 20 to 13. Couldn't run the ball for Dick. Almost lost that game at home to Rutgers. Only game all season long that Michigan has had zero six, maybe not zero, but very little success running the ball. Only game all year long, almost lost. Now, the other Michigan close game, Nebraska, at the end of regulation, that one more of, I would say, just the defense kind of letting it fly, letting it loose and getting whooped up on in that third quarter because they ran the ball. Michigan ran the ball, which is another good thing. Like, I said this when State beat Nebraska. I said this when Michigan beat uh, Rutgers and Nebraska. There's something to be said for winning games where you're not clicking. Like Michigan, they fucking, they ran the ball. When they run the ball, they kill teams. They ran the ball and they didn't kill Nebraska. It was close to the end. They figured out a way. Rutgers, they didn't run the ball. Uh, They figured out a way. State couldn't run the ball against Nebraska. Couldn't run the ball against IU. Nail biters, special teams touchdown, this, that, figured out a way. Whoever stops the run wins the game. That's the basis of both of these teams. Both teams have good defenses too. Both teams, very, very similar defenses. Like, I don't expect it to be, oh, Michigan should have no problem. I don't expect it to be Michigan State should have no problem. I expect it to be difficult on both sides. And the other thing, I expect the game plan for both of these teams to be, okay, don't let them run the ball and we're going to win. Like if Mel Tucker, you've had a bye week too. The last two weeks for Mel, I expect, I fucking hope the game plan has been nothing but, listen guys, if we stop the run, we're going to win the game. When they run the ball, they fucking kill teams. So that's it. We'll let Cade McNamara throw it all he wants. We'll blitz. We'll stack the box. That's it. We will not let them run the ball or we're going to do everything we can to make sure they don't. Michigan, same thing. You look at State's games this year. All right, well, when Kenneth Walker has a fucking field day, they kill teams too. They win games easily. Okay, 
So let's make sure Kenneth Walker doesn't have a field day. It's the same exact game plan, or at least it should be the same exact game plan for both teams. Now you can look at MSU too and say, oh, well, you know, it's true that when they run the ball, they win, right? The games they've struggled have been the games where they can't really run it. But then you could look at state and say, well, they have huge plays through there. That Miami game, that Rutgers game, they make huge plays in the passing game too. A lot of that is just based off the run. Like those nailer bombs, that's play action, catch the guy, double move, boom, right? That's Rutgers saying, we got to keep seven in the box. It's going to be man coverage, play action, boom. Like those, a lot of those plays, even though, yes, it's a great throw by Thorne. Yes, Naylor runs a great route and is athletic for sure. A lot of those plays, though, are born because, dude, we, we can't let Kenneth Walker beat us. That's where that comes from. Michigan, they did that a little bit against Wisconsin, taking the big plays in the passing game, at working off the run game, but they haven't done it as consistently at state. I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're capable. I feel like Jim Harbaugh is just more of a conservative play caller. Like he's not a big, let's throw it 60 yards this play. Like he's just, let's get six yards every play and take five minutes. But the, the, the thing is, whether it's the Michigan long methodical drive or the MSU 80 yards flash score, they both depend on the run game. Those play actions don't work if Kenneth Walker isn't running everywhere. If Mich- if Indiana's stopping the run with five guys in the box, they're not going to guard Jaden Reed and Jalen Naylor one-on-one. They don't have to, and they fucking won't because they're not idiots. Same deal with Michigan. If Michigan can keep four guys, five guys around the line, and Kenneth isn't doing a whole lot, dude, Naylor and Reed aren't running free. Those big plays, Naylor, Reed, Peyton Thorne airing it out, that's because the other team goes, all right, if we don't have at least six guys there, he's going to pick up five yards every fucking time, if not more. So let's put six guys there. The coverage, someone might be on an island. Someone might be alone. Someone's not going to have any help. Got to live with it. It's probably the right way to do it, too. It's probably the right way to do it. If I was playing Michigan State, I would say the exact same thing as I'm saying about Michigan. Do not let them run the ball. Do not let Kenneth Walker run all over you. Stack the box. Make sure he's averaging two yards, three yards a carry. Peyton Thorne, fine. You can beat us. That's fine. If you want to run play action and take shots down the field, whatever, dude. You're not going to run it on us, though. We're going to make Peyton Thorne beat us. Same way MSU needs to make Cade McNamara beat them. That's it. That's it. That's all it comes down to. Easier said than done. I mean, Corum, like I said, is sick. Kenneth Walker's an absolute fucking freak. Easier said than done. Both teams' offensive lines have been pretty good this year, too. The play calling's been pretty good, at least for MSU. Um, I haven't watched watched a couple of Michigan games, but not all of them. Play calling's been pretty good. Like, Easier said than done, but that is the only thing that needs to be done. And then, sure, like tackle, don't turn the ball over. Like all that generic bullshit everyone always says, I swear to God. It's one of my favorite like football analyst things. It's like whoever wins the turnover battle, whoever takes care of the football is going to win this one. No shit. You could say that about any game that's ever been played. Yes, same thing applies. Michigan State throws three interceptions and Michigan doesn't throw any. State's probably going to lose. If Michigan if Michigan fumbles four times and State fumbles once, Michigan's probably going to lose. Like, no shit. All things equal, just as far as like going into the game, what do you need to do to win? Stop the run. Both teams. And you know what? 
if both teams do get stopped, let's say Corum, Haskins, Kenneth Walker, Jordan Simmons, nobody has a good game. They're all held under 50 yards. If that is the case, I like Peyton Thorne over Cade McNamara. Peyton can use his legs a little bit. I like Michigan State's wide receivers to Michigan's, right? I think Peyton Thorne, listen, Cade's been fine. They're 7-0. and They're winning games. He's been fine. He doesn't turn the ball over. Peyton Thorne has made those plays, though. There have been games this year where Peyton Thorne's making the 40-yard dime, where Peyton Thorne's whipping the 25-yard deep, deep out. He's made those throws. He's Jay Johnson, Mel Tucker have looked at him and said, hey, dude, you're going to have to throw a fucking piss missile down the field here. How many times has Cade McNamara been called on to make plays down the field? Where it's, Cade, it's going to be a 30-yard, going to have to put in a good spot. Let's see it, kid. He's made a few, not as many as Thorne. If it comes down to the QB play, neither team's really running it. We're only going to score points in the passing game. Not that I have a ton of of faith with Michigan State's. I mean, like I said, when Michigan State hasn't ran the ball, the passing game hasn't come either. But I have more faith in MSU's than I do in Michigan's. I just like Thorne McCade. I, I that is the one downfall of Michigan this year, and it hasn't been a downfall. Like I said, they're undefeated, top ten. But if there's one thing I wanted to exploit, there's one thing I point to and say, that's the way they're going to lose. I'm pointing at Cade McNamara. I'm saying, you know how they lose? If we make him score points, if we make him move the ball, if we make him be the guy who makes all the plays, that's how Michigan loses. When Corum and Haskins get to be the guys just pounding away seven yards a time, dude, fucking anybody on earth can do Cade McNamara's job. And then same deal. They run the play action. Oh, wow. Tight ends wide open. Anybody can make that throw. Let's see Cade throw it into some tight windows. Let's see Cade make a throw with a guy breathing down his neck. Let's see Cade throw up a deep 50-50 ball. Like, I haven't. I have no fear of it. I have no fear of it. And from the flip side, if you're a Michigan fan, same deal. You want Peyton Thorne to be the one that beats you. If Kenneth Walker's banging away seven yards a pop, that's not going to be a good day for you because then the play action will come. Guys will be wide. If I'm a Michigan fan, you should also want, let's see Peyton Thorne make the deep, throw the deep 50-50 ball. Let's see him make the read. Let's see him fit one into a window for sure. But at the same time, I like Peyton doing that over Cade. I have faith in Peyton doing that over Cade. I just do. I just do. Peyton, you know, he's not electric by any means. He's not the best QB in the Big Ten. He's done it. He can do it. He'll make enough plays. And and what it really comes down to, if all things are equal, the run games stink for both. I It's Peyton Thorne making more plays than Cade McNamara. That's what it comes down to for me. And then the fact that I like Reed, Naylor, and Mosley to Cornelius Johnson and that Baldwin guy. I just like State's receivers more. I think State, outside of OSU, has the big best receivers in the Big Ten. And I feel like that's almost, to be honest with you, inarguable. Um, they're just fucking game breakers, at least Naylor and Reed. But it's going to be so interesting. I, I, it's, it's all the run game. It's really all the fucking run game. And I'll tell you, one thing that makes me nervous about Michigan, the biggest thing, like, yes, their run game makes me nervous. But at the same time, stopping the run applies to pretty much every good team. I mean, it applies to every team. If Michigan played or if Michigan State played Rutgers, and Rutgers ran it for 300 yards, Michigan or State's probably losing that game. Like, it applies to every team. Number one thing on defense, don't let them run the ball. Here's the thing, though. 
here's what kind of scares me about Michigan. Yes, stop the run, but the guys like Aiden Hutchinson, Dax Hill, like they, it feels like they have the game breakers on defense. Whereas when I look at the offensive side, I'd give the game breaking edge to MSU. Corum, game breaker. I will say Corum, game breaker. He can house one anytime. State, that's kind of where it ends though for me when I look at Michigan. Like no one else really scares me as a big play threat. You look at MSU, Kenneth Walker, game breaker. Reed, game breaker. Naylor, game breaker. Defense, Aiden Hutchinson, game breaker. Dax Hill, game breaker. MSU, got some good players. Cal Halliday, good player. Wouldn't call him a game breaker. Xavier Henderson, real good player. Don't think I'd call him a game breaker. Like, they kind of trade. The the Michigan defense scares me. Just the fact I like State's defense. I think State's defense is good, and they have been. But the fact that Michigan has a guy, especially Hutchinson, like a defensive end, a guy who just at any point hit Peyton Thorne, fumble, that's a huge fucking play. Hit Peyton Thorne, cause an interception, huge fucking play. The fact that they have a guy at the most important position on defense and maybe it's either quarterback or defensive end, maybe the most important position in the game, the fact that they have their best guy there, that makes me nervous. Like, I, I wish State had an Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson. And Panashuk's been good. The Slades have been good. Like, they've had some nice pass rush. They don't have one guy who it's third and ten. We need a fucking play. I'm going to make a play. State doesn't have that guy that I'm like, he's going to shed a block. He's going to spear McNamara and we'll be good. Aiden Hutchinson, we're in a third down. We're in a clear passing down. I'm going to be watching Aiden Hutchinson. Please, God, someone cut him at the knees. Please double him. Please don't let him hit Peyton Thorne. That's the one thing that scares me. And it applies in the run game, shedding blocks, making plays, and the pass game. That's what makes me nervous about this one. That's the only thing, really. Like I said, I think State wins the game. I think State will win the game. I, I, I think the offensive line play, both have been pretty good. I think both defenses as a whole have been pretty good. The The edge defensively is just the fact that they have Hutchinson and we don't like, I think he's a guy who can just change a game with a play and he's more likely to than anybody state has on the defensive line. Although we have some nice players too, that are absolutely capable of changing the game and have, but the reason I think state wins is QB play QB play QB play. And regardless, even if Michigan's able to run it a bit and state's able to run it a bit at some point, the quarterback's going to have to make some throws. At some point, you're going to have to air it out a little bit. At some point, you're going to have to pick up a third and long. Like, at some point, it's going to come down to the QBs, and I like Thorne over Cade. And beyond that, I like the fact that I think we have more guys that anytime they touch it are, are house calls, house call risks. I like that. We have three dudes. Anytime they get the ball, they could get the ball at the line of scrimmage, behind the line of scrimmage on a five-yard slant. We got three guys. Anytime they touch it, uh-oh, buttholes puckered. Every butthole in Ann Arbor puckers when three guys touch the ball. Michigan, they got the one in Corum. Outside of him, there's nobody if he gets – I'm not like, oh, shit. Which, like, nobody – it's Corum. Corum gets the ball. Oh, shit. Corum gets the ball. Let's fucking swarm him. Mel Tucker may have to come off the sideline to make a tackle. Outside of Corum, all right, we'll give you the eight-yard game. Like, I'm not nervous. State three guys could be wide out, two wideouts that can get wide open on any play, and a running back that when you think you have them bottled up for a loss, all of a sudden picks up twenty. 
I think that's what it comes down to. And then the QB play, that's why I like State. I think these defenses, everyone's saying, oh, Michigan's defense so much better. I do think Michigan's defense has the edge, but I think they're real close. I think they're very close. Michigan State's has been awesome this year. I just think it comes down to the playmakers and the QB play. I think the defenses are too close. Like, there's not enough disparity in the defenses to make up for the MSU big playability and the fact that I think Peyton has a slight edge on Kate. That's what it is for me. I think it's going to be a hell of a game, though. I think it's going to be a hell of a game. Whoever stops the run wins. MSU comes out. They're giving up everything to Corum and Haskins. They're going to fucking lose. I don't care if they have Kenneth Walker, Jalen Reed, or Jalen Naylor, Jaden Reed. I don't care if they had Barry fucking Sanders. MSU comes out, lets, or lets Michigan run on them. They're going to lose. Same deal. Michigan comes out. I don't care how good Aiden Hutchinson is. I don't care how good Corum is. Michigan comes out, lets Kenneth Walker have a day. They're going to lose. That's it. That's fucking it. That's what this comes down to on both sides. I like my dogs. I like Michigan State. I I know Michigan's favorite. I think MSU's the better team, personally. I know a lot of people, oh, they're frauds, whatever. I've watched them every game this year. I think Michigan State's real good. I think the defense is good. I think the run game's good. And I think the run game on a week like this week, two weeks to prepare, when it fucking has to be good. Like, this isn't the Indiana game where, all right, Indiana kind of stinks. Let's not show Michigan too much. Let's just get a win, get out of here. No, no. This is empty out the playbook. You have to run the ball week. Get creative. Do a little Willy Wonka. Maybe drop an asset, drop a few plays. Like, whatever it fucking takes. I think MSU is going to run it. I think Peyton, they'll be a big player too, like a 40, 50, 60-yard touchdown, whether it's from Walker or maybe one of the wideouts. I think there'll be one or two of those from MSU. I think the defense is going to be solid. I think – Honestly, I'd say I think it's going to be like 27, no, 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 31, like 24 MSU, something like that, 31-23, something like that. Both teams are going to score a couple times. I think a state big play will be a huge momentum swing difference, and I think Peyton Thorne makes more plays than Cade. We'll see, though. I fucking hope I'm right. (laughs) I hope I'm right. I think either way, it's going to be a hell of a game. I'm so excited. I love the hype, dude, the hype of college football quite unmatched hope msu kicks their ass i hope i'm wrong i hope that it's like 50 to fucking zero michigan state i hope i'm wrong about the prediction can't wait go green hope everybody has plans take it easy if you're in east lansing don't be an asshole to people like it's a fucking football game relax um have fun hopefully michigan gets their teeth kicked then we'll see what happens I, i i'll be here i'll take all the smoke if they win go green though baby i'll talk to you guys next week Thank you.